Hi, this is Brad Harris, host of the Legacy Mindset Podcast. Thank you for joining us. What is Legacy Mindset? You see, most people are trying to go from survival to success without ever thinking of the next level, which is significance or your legacy. So in this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to go through those three levels. We're going to talk about the three mindsets to get you to that pinnacle, which is significance or your legacy. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you could share this podcast with either your friends or your family or post it on social media, that would be greatly appreciated. And that's how we can get the word out. Okay, great. Now let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Legacy Mindset Podcast. I'm Brad Harris, your host. Great to be with you here today. Here it is April. You know, I've been trying to do these one of these a month, and it's been crazy, crazy schedule for me. A lot of you guys know I moved into a new home, new area, um, started up a new nutrition club with my grandson, Corbin. And so it's just been, uh, it's been incredible, busy, 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 but I love it. It's springtime. Springtime is a great time. So I wanted to jump on with you here today because I just wanted to talk to you about a subject which I think is so, so needful today. And the title of the subject is 11 Reasons to Be More Humble, Unleashing the Superpower of Humility. You know, it's probably more so today than any time in our history, right? You see all the sports athletes. You wouldn't call some of them humble, right? Um, politics, right? The humbleness of that. It's just a time. It's a time that we can really study this, take a look at this, talk about this. Humility, what is it? So we're going to go through 11 things here today, kind of walk you through, get your notes out. We'll chat a little bit. And definitely a subject that I constantly need to study myself. And that's most of the stuff that I bring to you guys, the stuff I'm reading about. Actually, I was in a I was in a BNI. And I don't know if you guys know what a BNI is. It's Business Network International. I, I joined a new BNI because I moved out to a new area, so I just wanted to network with business owners. And this lady did well. We have an educational segment, and she did a thing on humility. Okay, and it's like I thought it was so good. It's like it was so good. She talked about that a little bit. And so I just started studying that, reading about that. And this is why I'm bringing that to you here today. So let's kind of dive in here, okay? First of all, let me kind of give you a definition of humility. And this is not the ultimate definition, but kind of where we're going to go here today. The definition of humility is freedom from pride or arrogance. It's the quality or state of being humble. You guys all have heard the phrase, right? Humility is not about thinking less of yourself but of yourself less. And this really, really sums up the concept of humility. It's like almost that concept that you're sometimes in the room, you need to be the most humble person in that room. And you could be the most powerful person in that room, but the most humble person. Being able to balance power and humility. And this is definitely even with our family, right? If you're in the room with your kids, right? If you're at your church, wherever you may be, can you balance that? Can you balance if you do have power 
can you balance humility with that? I want to talk about that. See, humility is the only quality that disappears the moment you think you have it. So write that down, right? Humility is the only quality that disappears the moment you think you have it. It's an interesting virtue that is fully, re fully realized is a superpower that will lead you to a successful and fulfilling life. It's just such a powerful, powerful concept. It is so worth studying. Humility doesn't entail low self-esteem, and it's, it's an invitation for people to take advantage of you. That's not what we're saying there. And that's what most people think is I'm too humble. People take advantage of me. I'm meek. Those, that, that's, that's not what we're talking about here. It's more of a deep under, understanding of reality that guides your action and frees you, frees you of the burdens that plague your life. It's really cleansing yourself. It's constantly, take, constantly taking an inventory of yourself. Now, let me just say one thing before we get involved in it started here in 11 reasons to be more humble. Let me just say really quick, why being humble is a bad thing. See, some people, if you take someone's too humble, they may be expressing a lack of self-worth, which is definitely not good for the person expressing such feelings. Conversely, though, here, I want you to think about this and think about people who do this. Being too humble can also be an indication of false humility. It's used as a cover for someone who's, in fact, eccentric or narcissistic. Or I should say narcissistic, nar, nar, narcissist, basically a narcissist, right? Narciss, narcissist. I can't hardly say that word, right? And who's expecting accolade regardless. They act humble so they get accolades. You ever seen that person who acts like, oh, they'll, you'll, they'll be on you. I, I've been on Zoom calls and they're like, you know, and they're just talking how like they're humble and all that. They're not. They're saying that. Okay, to prop themselves up, it makes them look good. And that's not humility when you do that. It's like people acting righteous. I've seen people act righteous or, or God centered, just to get attention, just to get attention to prop themselves up. And that's not the humility we're talking about here. Okay. So be really careful with that. If that's you, you catch yourself doing that, you catch yourself being humble just so you look good, but you're really not humble. When you really get to know you, you're not that way. Constantly working on that. And if you're around a person like that, definitely is not a person you need to be around. So let's talk about the 11 ways, okay? Let's talk about the 11 ways, okay, to be humble and, and the superpower of humility, okay? Number one, okay, write it down. Number one, people feel comfortable and valued around you. If you have humility, they feel comfortable and valued around you. Humility is an extremely attractive quality. When you, dis, you, when you demonstrate this humility to others, others feel valued and enjoy their time with you. When you exude ego, those around you feel either inferior or just find you annoying. See, making yourself, people feel good. You know, it's like I was taught by my mentor, Mark Hughes. It's like always make people feel good about themselves, okay, about you and about the company that you're with. I was always taught about that in business. See, humility doesn't ask you to lose your dignity. Many of the most dignified people that you know, 
also have the most humility. I love the quote from C.S. Lewis. He said, humility, and you heard me say this earlier, right? Is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. It's just such a powerful concept there. Really get that, what I just said. To write that down and really understand that. Number two, you can see when you're wrong and do something about it, okay? This is such a part, if you stay in this humble state, you can see when you're wrong and, and you can do something about it. When you're so clouded that you're always right and this ego always takes over, you can't even see where you're wrong. You can't see where you need to step back. See, recognizing and admitting to yourself when you're wrong can be difficult. One of the biggest barriers to pro progress in anything in life is always thinking we're right because we're not. <laughs> Bottom line, we're not. It's good to be confident in your knowledge and convicted in your beliefs, but not to the extent of blindness to your faults. Do you guys see this? There's a great lesson. Sometimes I'll do it. I, I love this the thing. John Maxwell does it on blind spots, right? These blind spots, like the blind spot in your mirror. See, humility allow you to see those blind spots if you just slow down. See, approaching life with an attitude of humility makes you more conscious and accepting of the mistakes you make and gives you the strength to dust yourself off and just move forward. Number three, humility, and I love this one here. This is, this is huge. Humility gives you the desire to learn. You guys have heard me all do the training. You're all learned up, right? The most difficult person to be around who's somebody who believes they know it all. Oh, I know. I know. No, you don't know. You don't know at all. And humility gives you this ability, gives you this desire to learn. When you have the humility to internalize how little you know, you'll want to learn more. There's such a vast amount of information out there and countless, countless skill, skills to master. Pride in what you already know gives you little, little motivation to explore deeper. If you think you know it all, you don't want to explore deeper. See, learning is such a powerful quality. Humility will put you in that state. It'll give you that healthy desire to learn more. This, this quench, this is what personal development is all about. This is what this podcast, this is probably why you're listening to this podcast. People, a lot of times who don't listen to podcasts, don't read books, don't, they have no humility. They don't have that ability. They have this desire to learn, like, Maybe I don't know everything. Maybe I'm not so good. Maybe I could learn more. You know, Tony Robbins has a great statement. He says, the biggest problem people have is they think they're not supposed to have any problems. Okay, so in other words, if you think you don't have any problems, you don't think you need to learn, guys, we all have problems. We need to get better. And if you, if you think you're never going to have a problem, then when you do have a problem, then it's a big catastrophe, right? Very powerful. Very powerful that we pay attention to this. Okay, let's go to number four. You're able to cope better with criticism. This is huge. This is huge. There's a great quote. It says, when one is released from the prison of self, one cannot be outwardly imprisoned. See, when you're criticizing, your ego takes a hit. Do you guys understand that? When you're criticized, that ego, 
that, that self takes a hit. See, being humble allows you to limit the impact. If you don't have such a high ego on that, that you don't know that I can learn. I was listening to this great podcast. Um, it was actually, um, and I see it, man, I just can't even think who it was. I think it was Craig, Craig Rochelle. Okay. But he was talking about, okay. When, when, you know, we, when he used to get criticized, he took it personal. And then we took on this trait of humility, or we could say gratitude. When he took on this humility trait, and when somebody was coming at him strong, he was able to say, thank you. Thank you for letting me know. I never viewed it that way. You would have to be in a humble state to say that. When somebody's coming right at you, somebody's coming right at you really hard. To have that state. See, having the humility to recognize that you aren't as good at everything and that as you go through life, you will make mistakes and learn from them. See, allow, that allows you. It's a very incredible state to be and allows you to receive criticism and take value from it and discard the rest without affecting you very much. Some of it may be wrong. It's such a powerful state. I'll never forget, you know, I, you know it's like I, I, I tell this story and it's like I had this cousin when I was growing in my business and and, and I was doing really good. And I went into this area, okay, a business that I was doing business in. And he basically thought he owned this area. And I'll never forget, it was with my son, Tyler. My son, Tyler was probably only about 10 years old, 10 years old at the time. I'll never forget, he was just coming at me. You can't go in that area. I, you, I, I told you I was in that area. And it's like, dude, you don't own the whole St. Louis area. And I'll never forget. And he threw this chair at me. And I'll never forget, I had to stay in that state where it has looked at him and said, listen, I understand where you're coming from, but I'm going to be in that area. It was such a powerful state. And I had to stay humble. And I was in front of my son. And that was a very powerful time for me to be able to walk away from that. See, if you can stay in a humble state, you can literally turn the other cheek. You can literally take that and walk away. It's such a powerful state. And I've always think I've had that ability to do that. See, the ability to ask for help when you need it, that's such a powerful state, humility to be in. And take criticism when, you, when it comes at you. I love the quote that says, when I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. Powerful, powerful quote. Number five. Helps you be patient with others. I'm telling you, you could, you could, there's so many places you could put this one. You could put this with your children. You could put this with your spouse. You could put this with your in-laws, your parents. You could put this with your business. You could put this with your church. You could put this in so many areas. It helps you be patient with others. See, humility involves recognizing you're, you're not perfect, but appreciating your value and ability to improve. When you understand this about yourself, then you're more patient with others because you know they have their own struggles and challenges. And they're on the same journey through life that you are. See, once you recognize that you have to improve, 
then you can give them a break. You can give them a card. And he said, I don't know religion you're in, but you know, it's like when Jesus Christ was on the cross, right? He said, forgive them for they know not what they do. When they were crucifying him, they putting crowns of thorn on his head. What a humble state to be in. They know not what they do. I say that all the time. When people do stuff to me, I say that statement all the time. They know not what they do. Because if they did, they wouldn't do it. See, why judge others, judge others when you also have flaws? See, we need to be kinder to each other, and humility helps us do this. That's why humility is such a powerful state. It can make you so powerful. It's going to allow you to go through life without depression. It's going to allow you to go through life without this feeling of not worth. Because we realize, you know what? I'm not perfect. And others aren't perfect. So I allow them when they cut me off on the highway, they're probably having a bad day. It's such a powerful, powerful, powerful trait. You guys ever heard the green Mustang story? I think I've told it in another podcast before, but I'll tell it again here. It's probably a good spot to say it, but it's that the guy, he was, he was riding, he was on a school bus. He was a driver on a school bus and this green Mustang went flying by him and cut him off. And it made the bus driver swerve. He had, you know, he had 25 kids in the car, in the bus with him, young kids. And he's like, I can't believe that guy. He's just like, he was just so mad at me. He's like, I can't believe that guy. It's just like, I have all these kids. And what if I would have turned over and we would have wrecked him? We would have, we could have, it could have been a catastrophe. And he was just so upset at that green Mustang. So upset. When the bus driver got home, he got a phone call. He got a phone call from his son. He said, dad, listen, I'm in the hospital. He said, but don't worry, everything's okay. Luckily, a guy in a green Mustang picked me up when I fell off my bike and rushed me to the hospital. He basically saved my life by getting me there so fast. All of a sudden, everything changed for him, right? About the green Mustang. See, sometimes people are going through stuff in life and we're like, I can't believe they cut me off in that traffic. I can't believe they did that to me. I can't. Well, maybe, maybe. That person saves you. What Tony Robbins said when, when the guy embezzled $1 million for him, from him, his accountant, and he's like, he was so mad. And his friend said, well, maybe, just maybe, Tony, when he embezzled that money, he sent two kids or three kids through college. And maybe they'll become great one day. Maybe that money that he took becomes great for you. And he said, it just took it all away from me. It's powerful. It's powerful. Number six. You can positively influence others. See, it's such a powerful thing when you can influence and positively. And this is like, it's probably one of my main goals in life or my purpose in life is positively influence others. I love that part of my life. It's what I'm doing right now with you guys. See, pride isn't conducive to influence. See, as a manager, teacher, leader, or even a friend, if you want to have a lasting, positive impact on others, you just need to practice humility. You can be confident in yourself and humble at the same time. That's actually important to understand that concept right there. But when you feel superior and push your ideas, and you don't help others learn. See, when you do that, you become that person. Your words will have little influence if you talk like you're the next sucking second coming of Christ, right? 
However, if we speak with care and humility, see, your message is likely to stick. I love Jim Rohn, great personal development. He talks about don't be a screamer. He said, if you're always screaming, just screaming, just screaming all the time, then you become a screamer. You don't have influence on people. And he said, and then if your little child is getting ready to walk across the street and a car is coming and you scream, stop, he won't stop because why? Well, dad's mom's a screamer. See, you don't have the positive impact that you want to have. Become the person where you have a positive influence on people. Number seven, you'll get more done. <laughs> You know, Michael D'Angelo, okay, said, on the highest throne in the world, we still sit only on our own bottom. <laughs> We're still just us. I found at the times when I've spoken the most, I've acted the least, right? <laughs> I've always had great ideas and thoughts, but I've always been the best at putting them into action. Whenever I get caught up in telling others about my future plans or in this new credible system that I want to do, right? Routine. I've always, end, I've always discovered, I end up just feeling good about myself and not following through, right? When I'm just, like I said, it's like, it's like, if you had this humility, on the other hand, when I, when I acted first and approached my goals and knowledge with humility, that I wasn't great, See, I managed to, to succeed. See, showing off your knowledge or boosting your ego by sharing your plan usually doesn't result in much. See, a lot of people talk their plans and their goals to prop their ego up. See, just keeping your head down and getting on with it, it's, 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 it's incredible. It's hum humility. Don't be like, like I said in the very beginning, don't have profess to have you know, humility and you're just doing it to look great. You have no humility and you profess to have humility. If, by the way, if you're professing to have humility, you have none. It's incredible. I see people, I see people, people talk about that. Number eight keeps you grounded. Such an important thing as we go through life becoming more successful. And if you're climbing up the ladder, right? Staying humble is essential to happiness. Don't forget where you come from. Don't forget why you started the journey and the dreams you had. My mentor, Dan Waldron, he's chairman's club in our business, very top level. And the company, a lot of times sends him out on trainings and they send him to these Asian trainings. And he said, when you go to these, I mean, they pick you up in a car, they, they have food there for you. He said, they, they just treat you like royalty. They, they constantly pick up your books, pick up your bags, pick up whatever. You just, you just hardly touch anything. It's just like, you're just like treated like royalty. And it's, it's like seven, 10 days. And you start thinking, wow, I'm somebody. And he had a great mentor. Dan said he had a great mentor. And when he was traveling, he said, listen, Dan, when you get home, the first thing I want you to do is empty the trash. Get grounded, get grounded, take out the trash. It's very important. See, it's easy to get lost in the chase and lose sight of what we truly want in life. Remember, remaining humble in your journey through life allows you to see how far you've come 
and remember who you really are. It's powerful. Number nine, helps the world move forward. Gandhi had a best quote, right? He said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Wow, how powerful is that? You know, I just give it to my dad. He's such a servant. He's constantly helping people. He helps the neighbor who marries. He, he, he mows the neighbor's lawn and cuts his trees. I mean, he's just constantly in the service. You don't have time to think of yourself when you're always helping others. See, life is about serving, giving value to others. Being to focus on ourselves in your own gain means you don't look outward to see what you can contribute to society. If everyone cared only about themselves, we're, we, we, we get nowhere. We would just get nowhere. Great inventions, businesses, and services solve a problem or need. Being humble allows you to think of yourself less and direct your energy and potential towards helping the world advance. This is how the world goes forward. Helping others. John Maxwell says it. My job is to grow to my maximum potential and then sow seeds of greatness in others. That, that's, that's, that's my motto. I need to grow to my maximum, not because I can be great. Look at me. It's so I can sow seeds of greatness in others. My purpose in life. Number 10, allows you to live in the moment. See, your ego fixates on the past for its identity. Do you understand that? And is addicted to the future for its fulfillment. I want you to write that down. Your ego fixates on the past for its identity and is addicted to the future for its fulfillment. This concept, this thing that the ego does to you prevents you from living in the moment. So you need to live in the present to fully appreciate the boundaries of the, you know, the, the bounties of life. And every minute you spend regretting your past or worrying about your future is a lost moment. See, humility helps you appreciate where you are now without getting lost in the pressure of tomorrow. Do you get that? Let me say it again. Humility helps you appreciate where you are now without getting lost in the present or the pressures of tomorrow. Number 11, last one here, gives you perspective and leads to happiness. Ralph Waldo Emerson, great quote, a great man is always willing to be little. See, when you put things in perspective, you realize how small you are in the grand scheme of things. You are a tiny dot in an infinite universe. Do you understand that? Billions have come before you and many more will come after you. Do you understand that? Internalizing that truth right there is, is, is humbling. Yet it doesn't mean you're just another worthless soul that one day will return to dust. See, seeing your life as a gift and a statistic miracle gives you more reasons to make the most of it and dense and a deep sense of joy and gratitude. What better reason? Is there to live a purpose, purposeful and happy life? See, humility is defined as the quality of having a modest view of your importance, but it's much more than that. See, most social issues are found on ego and pride. 
Why do you think war, corruption, racism, materialism, oppression, and many more are all rooted in greed and self-interest? Always can be down to that point. Yet we are all connected and are all just trying to live a good life, right? Understanding who we are and whose we are gives us context. Realizing our oneness and the little part we play in this game of life is the only way forward. And it all starts with one word, humility. It's powerful. It's a powerful, 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 powerful concept. So let me go through one more time here. I'm just going to cover the 11 things so you can write them down. If you didn't write them down, right? We'll just write them down really quick. Number one, people feel comfortable and valued around you. That's, who, that's what humility does, right? They, humility makes you see where you're wrong and do something about it. Humility is, allows you to cope better with criticism. Humility allows you to be patient with others. It allows you to be positive influence of others. It allows you to get more done. Helps the world move forward. Allows you to live in the moment. Gives you perspective. And leads to happiness. So as we close here, just looking at this, as we look at everything here that we just talked about, in closing, very, very, very powerful, very powerful concept, humility, right? In closing, be grateful. Just be grateful. Gratitude allows you to live in humility. That's where it allows you to be. Do you know if you have a refrigerator that has food in it, you're in the top one-tenth of the world? See, half the world lives on $3 a day. Most of you guys spend that on Netflix. See, this whole podcast centers around going from survival to success, to significance, which allows you to have that legacy mindset. Humility will definitely, definitely keep you in that legacy mindset. Have a fantastic day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you could think of anyone who would like to listen to this or use this, please share on your social media or text them. We would greatly appreciate that. And a final thought, there's a proverb that says, if you continually give, you will continually have. It's a perfect formula for building a significant team and a significant life. Remember, your legacy is not about what you acquire, it's about what you leave behind. Let's go have a legacy mindset.